Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm going to set it up, right? We're the, 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 the director of football. We've got £111 million to spend. And you've got to buy multiple players. You can't just buy one player this time around. Okay. okay? Um, we know we've got 111 million pounds. We're going to try and solve Liverpool's transfer problems with that 111 million pounds. You can buy anybody um, within just reason. within reason. <laughs> you know, yeah, within reason. It's got to be within the realms of possibility that you could get it done. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and for a fee that's within the realms of possibility. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go first this time because yeah. I know that this is a player that you like and you love in fact we might have a disagreement on whether this is um allowed <laughs> shall we say but i think if liverpool are going to sign multiple players for 111 million pounds right for me the first player on my list is florentino um, luis okay <laughs> right and one of the reasons for that is he's absolutely bloody incredible to be honest with you. Now, I know he's got that release clause of £103 million. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. I'm thinking big schmacker with all of his past experiences. <laughs> all of his caps and that. <laughs> can, can maybe potentially get him done for £70 million quid, which would leave me 40 Do you right. think it's... like? A lot of clubs would... You're laughing because I, I'll let you in on a secret if you're watching this on YouTube. We've just done part one of this on Redmen Plus and we got £111 million to spend on one player and Josh's player was Florentino Luis. <laughs> um, so it might not be quite fair to Josh really to, to not mention that, but I think for me, with Florentino Luis, he solves all of your issues and I know the release clause is 103. There are not many clubs out there that could turn £70 million down for a player. True, but the the only reason I doubt it is because it's it's Benfica, and mm. they, they made Chelsea do it with Enzo, and this is generally how they just just how they do it in, in Portugal. I think uh, Sporting is similar, um, Porto are the same. They do they do make you pay, and I think he I think he signed a new contract in October to extend this release clause. I think it was originally eighty, and then it moved to a hundred and three. Oh, it's going to be a struggle then, isn't it? Yeah. We're just going to have to let it let it go. It's fine. <laughs> 70 million is absolutely fine. I would love him, though. If he gets linked in any way and Liverpool do try and explore it, 
I'd be all for it. Yeah, I think we've got to. I think, listen, you've come up with some great stats there that we've already discussed earlier on in the show. But I think for, for YouTube, we have to go through some of those stats again. But in terms of tackling and stuff like that, Josh, um, he's absolutely a monster. He is going to win the ball back for you a lot. In terms of tackles, uh, 3.55 per 90, top 4%. Tackles in the attacking third, top 1%. Dribblers tackle, top 2%. Uh, percentage of dribble tackle top one percent interceptions top one percent tackles and interceptions top one percent I mean this is a guy who's going to go out there and get you the ball back and that's what Liverpool need more than anything right now isn't it it's a guy that's going to go out there and get you the frigging ball back and let other players go and attack because the imbalances against Chelsea were there for everybody to see there was too many players who wanted to play the ball forwards and didn't want to get tracking back and get the, the you know get get their hands dirty yeah, we need uh, we need some players in there who are going to play it simple with the ball, and without the ball, just going to focus on regaining it and giving it to the most creative lad nearby them. That's kind of it, really. And sorry to anyone on on Redman Plus, we just need to probably go through Josh's data viz one more time as well. And uh, Josh, I'll let you go through this, but I mean you've highlighted him there um, on the viz. Yeah, this is um, this is Portuguese Premier League last season. Midfielders only, and this is a minimum of 900 minutes played. That is your top 20 in the league for tackles and interceptions per 90. Um, that's kind of the best defensive metric that we kind of have really in the public space to kind of capture how often the players regain in possession for you. And that. Manuel Ugarte is, is top. He's just moved to PSG, and but his numbers there are, are insane in terms of like. Premier League context. If it, if that was in the Premier League, he'd be top by some distance ahead of Pelini, who was who, who was first on in the Premier League last season, and Idrissa Gay was up there, and Casado, Rice, Decore, I think was up there. But Ugarte, if you posted those numbers in England, <coughs> would be on his own. And um, second on the list, obviously, is is as you say, Florentino Luis. Um, I think he's posted those as like a twenty three year old who, who's still kind of improving he's going to be 24 this week um and he just looks like that kind of real destructive presence in the middle of the park who's got kind of a physical edge to him he's, he's about, six foot as well isn't he yeah he's about six foot yeah um looks quite strong and things and but that's kind of predominantly what he's focused on doing and if you look at liverpool's group certainly the group that starts against chelsea mm -hmm. that that kind of player for me is definitely missing in terms of just a firefighter i keep saying that that kind of lad who's just doesn't want his name up in lights, doesn't want to be Hollywood, doesn't want to score or create. He just wants to do his job and go on. Yeah. And that, 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 he looks like that kind of player. So there's my player one. My player two would be Gonzalo Inacio. Um, sporting, left-sided centre-half at the moment, left-footed, left-sided centre-half as well. Um, and a lot of people have been talking about Inacio for a little while now. I'm hoping you can get it done for like 40 million quid. I'm hoping because that would give me one million to spend somewhere else. Uh, maybe a maybe a bonus for the director of football uh, if you can get those two deals done for 110 million pounds. Now, do you know anything about an Asho player yeah, that you've yeah. liked? Yeah, I've looked in soon when we when we looked at um, left-footed players, left-footed centre backs over the summer. He was on my list. Um, he's a good age. He's got a release clause, which we keep touching on, don't we? And is that uh, around 40? Isn't it 45? I think yeah. Um, and I think last season in the whole of Portugal, I think he, I think he was second in the league for progressive passes behind only Atavio for Porto, who's also been linked with Liverpool in the past couple of years. Nine point three six progressive passes per ninety from a centre back position. Yeah, so he he gets the ball forward, he breaks the lines for you, 
Um, and he, he suits that kind of... He Put it this way, he'd be doing... He'd be offering value on the ball without overlapping every two seconds like Robert. So I think that's a bit more suited to the box system particularly. Actually, one of the things that I really liked about Anash showing numbers side of things, right, is that actually he, he actually compares really, really favourably with Andrew Robertson. In fact, he's he's a lot better than Andrew Robertson in, in a lot of areas in terms of, you know, in possession of the football and stuff. But just to go through some of his statistics for you in terms of FB ref, I mean, I can just show you the passing page right now and I don't want to pull out, you know, too many, but he's completing 80%, uh, 80 passes per, per 90. His completion is 89.7%. Um, 9.64 passes into the final third. Passes into the final third for a centre-half. 9.64 per 90. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's basically like over a tenth of all of his passes go into the final third from centre-half. Like, that's crazy. Like, Robertson's probably isn't quite that high, to be honest yeah. with you. And he's, or sometimes he's right up there. Um, and his key passes are still really high, 0.39 key passes per game. In terms of his goals and shot-creating actions, 2.05 shot-creating actions per 90. Uh, Goal-creating actions, 0.2. So that's mental in and of itself. Um, so for me, this is a guy who's, who's physically there. Um, he's six foot one. He's left-footed. He plays that left-sided centre-back centre role. He could quite easily slot into this three-box, three formation. And I think, and this is why I said at the start of the video, I think Liverpool have to spend more than £111 million on one player because I truly think this position here and this position here are the two problems at the moment. And everyone's fixating on this and we can't just fix this. We have to fix both problems for me. Yeah, I agree. We need two lads in them two positions who are a little bit more under the radar, a little bit more safe in possession, and a little bit more um, intense on, on regaining the ball for it as a primary job, and, and not all the extra stuff, the extra, you know, and this, shiny stuff, this, really. Sorry, since, but this, the Anasio stuff, like, he's really good going forwards, but he's not going to end up being here. No, no. That's what you're talking about there, isn't it? He's, he's Tactically, a he's going to stay where he's supposed to stay. Yeah, he's a centre-back first. I think Robertson's a full-back first, and I think that's part of the problem. I think Robertson would still be an option a lot of weeks. Liverpool are the favourites to win most weeks. But in, against the Chelsea, for example, if you had Nassio and Robertson for a back three, I would have went with Nassio for, for the game against Chelsea. And He's accustomed to playing as part of a back three, by mm. the way, sport, and used 3-4-3 three, three all season last year. Um, as you say, he's a good height, six foot one. He's still only 21, going to turn 22 uh, in 10 days from now. So... Forty-five million, I think, for him is a is a decent price, and I might as well say now he, he's he's one for me as well. Okay. He, he's on my list. He, 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 I think it's easier to do the left footed centre back because Inacio stands out as a as a good option. There's a few others in there in terms of um, Arthur Thiet, I think is how you say it. Uh, he's he's an option. I think Van der Ven has just gone to Spurs. He's off the table. There was a lad called Castello Lochabar who played for Leon. He's just replaced Josh Guardiola at Leipzig. Guardiola's gone to City, so we can't get him. Um, so, Cole will stay in at Chelsea as well. So, we're losing left-footed centre-backs op options every day, yeah. But, Inacio, I've had no links to anyone apart from Liverpool, so maybe he's just kind of sat there waiting. Maybe Liverpool are addressing the midfield first. And then once that's sorted, we go and get the luxury, well, luxury of the, uh, the left-sided centre-half. So, who's your midfielder then to play alongside him? 
I'll be honest, I haven't got one answer for you, like you have with Louise. I've got multiple players who, like, I mean, to an extent, any of them could just come in and do it, but they're all so different in terms of age profiles and that. So I think an interesting one to start is Polina, right? Mm -hmm. Polina's 28, which is not good, but and he's currently injured. But he, last season, in my opinion, was probably the best defensive midfielder in the Premier League for me. Um, Destroyer type defensive midfielder. Yeah, yeah. Up there with probably Rival and Casemiro and Casado, I think, and Rice for that. Them four, I think, stood out really. And Polina was top against all of them for the tackles and interceptions stuff. Um, he is decent on the ball. He's about he's massive. <laughs> he's like 6'3", so... Liverpool need a centre half at the minute, for example. If we have the luxury of playing a percentage sometimes, maybe playing you could fill in as a centre half mm -hmm. at times. Um but an issue with him, as I said, is the fact he's old, relatively speaking, and the fact he has a contract until twenty twenty seven and he's he joined Fulham a year ago, so they're gonna wanna wanna get paid for him. Mm. And you it means <clears> you're paying a lot for a lad who's twenty eight. I will say though as well, like even though he's twenty eight, he's got about half less than half the minutes in his legs than Fabinho. He was only a year older than him, but has just played relentlessly since he's a teenager. Polini's a late bloomer, so even though he feels old, he can probably do it for a fair few years without his legs just going, you know what I mean? Um, some other options in there. Amrabat is a player who I've been touching on all summer. Yeah. I don't really know why he's getting avoided. <laughs> Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> so, I'm about uh, was on my shortlist. There was there was a couple of options because I, I I'll tell you what mine were. Right, I, I had 
in our show, Amrabat, and maybe if you can get an Andre or a, a Tyler Adams for 20, I was thinking Amrabat for 50, Andre, Tyler Adams, 20, and maybe an Asho for 40. Right, and I, that was that was one I would have been comfortable with if you hadn't have allowed me the Florentino Luis, yeah. because I'm like you, mate. I can see a lad who can win the ball back well, yeah, and that's all I'm really looking for, to be honest with you. Well, with Amrabat, right? This is my my He's case. Just about to turn twenty seven, like yeah, a few he is, days yeah. as well. Yeah, so. before the end of the month, before the end of the window, he turns twenty seven, which is probably the main reason, to be honest, why no one's gone there. But my my reason for him has been. If you watched them during the World Cup, mm. you would see the ultimate destroyer yeah. who's intercepting moves. Monaco were a nightmare to score against. I think they conceded for the first time all tournaments in like the semis or something like that. Um, <clears throat> so he was a real like general for them in the middle of the park. If you watch Amrabat every week for Fiorentina, he's really progressive on the ball. I think he placed fourth in Serie A last season for progressive passes. And that's just the manager asking different things of the players. Yeah, that's just him having a slightly different... bit like Wijnaldum with uh, Holland and Liverpool. When he played the 10. Yeah, I think uh, top of Serie A was Luis Alberto, funny enough. He used to play for Liverpool, obviously, and Stefano Sensi was in there and one other one, and then Amrabat. So he can, he can move the ball forward really well for you and destroy, depending on what you want him to do. And most of all, even though he's a little bit older than <coughs> ideal, his contract expires next summer. So you can probably get him in for like a really reasonable price, to be honest, like 20, 30 million or something like that. But for what I mean, you put for whatever reason we're not, but he looks like a Fabinho of two years ago. Mm. You get two years out of him and then bin him off when Bassetta And that might be the right in. thing if you can get him for the right price. That where we are right now might not be go and splurge everything on a player that we're not hundred percent confident with, but we'll roll the dice on a lad who's a little bit older for a couple of years and move them on. Yeah, he's very unlike Liverpool, like in terms of the the age profile, especially. But it's a it's it's a short term fix, and this is one of them unique situations for me where that would make sense. Um, Ibrahim Sangare is another one. Yeah, from PSV, mm-hmm. he is less suited to being alone six compared to Amrabat and Polina, but he is again massive, both six foot three. Um, does a lot all round for PSV, but he's playing in a, I was going to call it a kids league then, but it, it is full of youngsters in it, it's full of starlets and wonder kids and that. So. We've just been linked with him as well, ESPN Netherlands were linking us with him yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Well, I can, I can data-wise, he does look good in the day. He looks a bit awkward if you watch him. Um, bit kind of ungainly on the ball almost when he's carrying it and stuff, but he's, he's more short than you'd think and he's quite skillful and stuff and mm-hmm. really physical and that, so... He's a, a wild card shout. I think the core, I liked the core link when it came out. She the core from uh, Palace. Mm-hmm. They were chatting 80 million, which immediately put us off by the looks of it. But we, again, because of Casado, we know that we've got it. So, And this is a problem that we're going to have in the transfer market now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everybody knows that we've got £111 million pounds burning the hole in our pocket. Yeah. And, uh, so we're, when, and we've got no leverage because we've got no defensive midfielders. <laughs> it's just a stupid situation that we've got ourselves in. Yeah. And again, like, like Polina. The core joined Palace last summer, so we're trying to get a player out of there immediately with a long contract because we didn't move last summer. So I like him. If Liverpool move for him, I'd be absolutely sound with that. But he is Palace have got what got him in the position that he want him in essentially. Um, Tyler Adams is another interesting one, going for twenty million by the looks of it. Release clause again. I do think he fits the mould of a piano carrier and. 
he's industrious, covers a lot of ground. I don't think he's the greatest in possession, but you're playing next to Trent. Mm-hmm. So <clears> similar <throat> to Amrabat, he would be a cheap, short-term fix. He would probably become a squad player as soon as we can get a good six in. Um, a wild card shout that I wanted to throw out there after thinking about it today was Hoybeek. Okay. Um, he seems to be available for Spurs. He's getting linked with Inter Milan. Inter Milan, I think, bidded 25, and I think Spurs won 30. So you can get him for 30. He's 28. Could you get him for in a, to an English rival for 30, though? That's the question. I think Spurs Maybe would, a little bit more. I think Spurs might sell him to us, though. And it, he's just turned 28. He's... Over six foot. He's a good player. Have you heard him speak? No. He's really, really intelligent when it comes to his 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 kind of application of the game and his tactical awareness and that. And I've read like Pep Confidential where Pep's managing him as a seventeen year old and he's really impressed with him. Mourinho loved him. Conte loved him. These are all really tactical coaches. So he, he and he's like <coughs> he is a dog and he's he's horrible. Like and I think you you need that kind of player. He's a he's a leader. He's got a really good. He's like a vocal kind of presence. Two years left on his contract. Premier be on League bad ex- wages either, would he? No. Premier League experience. He like Amrabat, he's a really curveball, um short term cheap, short term fix. Yeah. Um, who I wouldn't be against if it was just to give Bassetic time behind the scenes rather than just playing him now every single week. So that's a Weird one, but I don't know why we. Who haven't. are you going for? Then you've got to pick. You've got to. You've got to nail it down for two. And I think we should probably say at this point, we've not really considered um, homegrown quotas, but I think we probably should when you're nailing this down because I think I'm right in saying we've filled 15 of our 17 spots of non-homegrown players, Josh, mm. which would leave me two players rather than three. Um, so yeah, I, if it if it's at all possible, and Asher and Florentino Luis as my two players, I doubt whether I can probably get that done for hundred and ten. To be <laughs> yeah, honest well, I with you, yeah. I would sign with you there. Like that, that's that would be my idea as well. But I don't think you're getting um, Luis for less than a hundred. And then in that case, Inacio and Rabat, and then you need a homegrown player for your third player, mm. and that's the problem that I think both of our lists have. Is Which that- is why I think we'll get two. I think we'll get two. The window shuts in two weeks. I think to expect Liverpool to get three, even if we need it, I think is... Um, not, we're not going to do it. Aiming high, yeah. So who's your two? Inacio. And out of the lads I've just named, I think the one I would like the most would be the Corey, because he ticks the most boxes for me. You're getting up here into Florentino Ruiz territory of transfer fees. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But if we're talking probably... Slightly more like realistic. What do you reckon we'd get playing you for? 45. Do you think? Yeah. See, he's, he's we, just signed the one he last yeah. summer. And oh, do you think contract. it's more? Yeah. Okay. I reckon over 60. Jesus. Full on with one for him. It's crazy, isn't it? It's insane, isn't it? Yeah, we're fucked. This is what <laughs> happens when you bid £111 million for a player and you don't get them and you announce to the world without any defensive midfielders that you've got £111 million of a poor football club. Well played. Well played. Well played. Polina, Amrabat and Hoybeg are all too old, slightly too old and ideal, but would all come in and immediately do the job that Fabinho would have done. Yeah, So maybe better. If you can't get a belter like a Louise or a Decore, one of them for me would, would do as a short term fix this one time. I don't usually like them, 
Um, but but we're in a bad situation. A bad, yeah. There you go then. Um, I think we both like Florentino Luis and an Asho probably is that if we if we had 130 million, I think that's where we'd go for. Yeah, yeah. So maybe Liverpool can find 130 million pounds. Let us know yours in the comments section uh, or on Discord if you're watching on Redmen Plus. Anyway, you're, if you want the full um, show, then that is on RedmenPlus.com. It will continue to be on RedmenPlus.com, and we'll continue to provide a show on YouTube for free. Josh, thank you very much once again, and uh, we'll see you all next time. Tra. 